Philly Sports, Love and Pain. I'm Dave. That's Kenny. Yep. And Kenny does Dallas part two. I want to go home. Oh, I want my mommy. Uh, and you guys only knew what I've been doing for the last two weeks. So much math. It's too much math, man. Fuck that. <laughs> so what's up, guys? We're back. Uh, another Another episode of the old pod. We got no Eagles to speak of, which is fine. We had some, another amazing, unbelievable, like ridiculous weekend of NFL football. Um, the, the NFL just continues to just deliver. It's, it's just yeah. incredible. The first game comes down to, comes down to, you know, Kansas city and the Bengals comes down to, you know, Kansas city gets the takes the ball all the way down the field, six minute drive, and they stutter at the end at the end of the drive again. The Cincinnati just completely like just clamped down on them in the second half. It was incredible what they did. It was great coaching. Half. Yeah, I mean, the, what they did to Kansas City in the second half. I don't know if anyone did to Kansas City's offense in the entire season. I mean, I didn't. I don't watch all their games, but I don't know if I don't know if Kansas City went a half with only scoring three points. Well, I mean, they <laughs> classic hamburger Andy Reid situation. Hamburglar. <laughs> listen, 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 listen. Bicka, 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 bicka. Um, <laughs> I need that. I need to get that on like a like a soundboard, so you don't even need to say it. I could just like push a button. Yeah, that would actually be pretty good. <laughs> so you, if you're gonna do a challenge, right, like. And I think everyone knew that he was going to challenge it. He didn't need the timeout to discuss it. He knew he was going to challenge. The challenge is a free timeout in sense. I know. So so you just throw the challenge flag because you're going to win it. I mean, that was clear as day, right? Yep. And then you get to keep your timeout. But because he's too stupid when it comes to game management with like, you know, two minutes or less in the game. And he really isn't stupid, but he does have some terrible. Like, if you look at his history, he's got some oh. terrible, terrible, terrible game management. Like through those Eagles games, and this one definitely screams to me right now. But you can't if you're going to challenge, you can't waste the time out there, and it, it, it costs them at least three points, maybe seven. Yeah, one of the one of the biggest one of the biggest knocks on Andy Reid before he left Philly was just his time management, like the the questionable timeouts and the, and the questionable non timeouts and just the, in, the seemingly uh, like the inability to think on it on his toes, like in the moment, like what to do, you know what I mean? Like it's just very bizarre. And he's not, he's like a, he's like a genius coach, but he, is, but he, he really can't, is. he doesn't know when to call timeouts. It's the fucking weirdest thing ever. Or challenge. Um, or challenge. I heard a lot of, I heard a lot of rumors that like he blew the, you know, the call into halftime, what I heard and read and, you know, credible or not, I don't really know, but I like to believe it was that he told 
Mahomes that it had to go in, into the end zone slash he left it up to Mahomes to make the decision, right? That's the two working theories right now, right? Now, I so, would hope. You're good. Go on. Okay. So I heard that. And um, so I was actually, I was actually ironically listening to this game because we took a surprise, like little like excursion mountain trip this weekend. Right. Nice. But on, on Sunday, uh, we're actually listening to the game uh, on Sirius and um, the, I can't remember who it was sideline reporter, whatever said they talked to Andy Reed and Andy Reed told them that he told Mahomes that he was pissed off. First of all, about the, about the play. He told Mahomes that that ball had to go to the end zone or it had to be an incomplete pass. Uh, he said not to throw the ball short of the end zone because Mahomes was asking for another shot. Like he wanted to go out there and, and run that play. So he told Mahomes it's got to be in the end zone or it's got to be an incomplete pass. And all right, so that, and you, and you that saw takes what happened. away from what I, my working theory was, but I was going to say, if I don't care how good Mahomes is, he's still a kid in that sense, like a football kid, you know? Yeah. So like, if you're Andy Reid, you have to take charge and just be like, listen, this is, this is the deal. And if you don't do this, you know what I mean? You're going to fuck us. And it sounds I'm, like shocked, he didn't do that. I'm shocked that he let, I mean, it's so hard to say. I mean, am I really shocked that he let Mahomes make that decision? Not really. Mahomes is just on another level. So, you know, it's not like, it's not like you're letting Joe Smo go out there and, and like throw the ball. You know what I mean? So, are we sure? Are we sure Patrick Mahomes didn't go into the locker room and then just trade bodies with Jackson Mahomes? <laughs> what we saw in the second half was staggering like concerning to the level of like, it looks like Jalen hurts out there. Oh, Whoa. <laughs> holy shit. No, nah, I mean, he didn't look that bad, but <laughs> oh, my, uh, that's, oh man. I mean. <laughs> I, I think, I think that cost him the game. I'm actually certain it cost him the game. Just because the three of the seven, three, because we can automatically assume they weren't getting seven. So three points, that changes your half. You have momentum. You go into the locker room. You're feeling good. If you're the Bengals, you're like, holy fucking shit. Eli Apple made a play. And, you know, you're hyped up. Of all fucking then, people, right? Was that? Of all people, right? Like yeah, all the hype going into fucking, the game. Eli he, Apple talking, sh- sh- spouting off his fucking mouth, you know? He's and a then, Twitter J.O. And if you don't know what J.O. is, it's jerk off. <laughs> but I, I think that changed the whole game, man. And I don't know. And this is why I'm concerned about uh, how you say his name, Belemi, whatever it is, Baloney. The enemy. Yeah, yeah, he's an enemy because <laughs> I'll tell you what, I don't think he's a good OC. And everyone's probably going to be like, bro, how could you say that? Four straight AFC championship games, Super Bowls. Dude, yeah. when you have. When you have a Travis Kelsey, you have a Tyreek Hill, you have a fucking Pringle Pop, you have a fucking Holcomb, you have you've, he's had great running backs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Before Kareem Hunt decided to punch his girlfriend in the face, like he was there. <laughs> um, and obviously we, we're we're talking about fucking Patrick Mahomes. So like, is he that good? I mean, if you have that talent, I expect you to be successful. Did I say Travis Kelsey too? I don't know if I said that, but maybe, but I, right. You're a hundred percent right. And I, I mean, also what, how much control does he have over Andy Reed? Okay. So like true, 
who's getting Peterson? Like who's getting the credit here? Like is is Andy Reid the mastermind and Bienemy is pushing buttons, or is Bienemy the mastermind of the offense and Andy Reid chimes in every once in a while and he's like, "Yo, do this." I fucking no highly fucking, doubt that. No fucking way. It's right? Andy Reid's team. Yeah, and and this is classic like good guy Andy Reid. He's just gonna sit back and be like, no, no, no. This is all them. This is all the OC. You know, I don't do anything. But we know, for, just from like our experience with him in Philly, we know that there's a different side of the story there. And I think, and everyone's like, oh, they don't. There's two things that go to my mind immediately, right? They're like, well, they don't, they don't want him as the head coach because the NFL is racist, right? They're, they're a racist organization. Well, here's two things. People, if me and you can sit here and decide that he probably has too much talent around him for him to be a good OC, he's not doing the calls. The NFL knows that. Like these coaches know, or should I say, like owners and shit, like people doing the hirings know this. Right. And. Well, they the dude, see the same things we see, obviously. The dude has been in four straight AFC championship games, so his window for interviews is a lot different than all these other fucking candidates that are eliminated or out in the first round. Yeah, it's, so it's harder every time. Yeah, great. And I know that they changed the rule where they can go, like, I guess, well, it's probably different now. I mean, they used to be able to go on the bye, but only one team gets the bye now, right? Uh, and the first, You mean like the first bye, yeah. Only yeah. one team from each conference gets the so, bye. That's going to hurt him again. I don't know. I just, I don't think he's that good of a coach. And I don't mean that as I'm slandering or I'm talking shit. I just mean that like this whole expectation that he, how can he not be a head coach? Well, I can believe it. Well, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, how do you ever know? Like, how do you ever know you if a guy's good? Like, I think there's only, I think he was only on one team's list from what I saw. Um, and I think it was, I think it was Denver and Denver already made a hire. So I guess again, I guess again, we're going to go another season with uh, Eric B not getting a, not getting a head coach job. I guess he's not on anyone's list right now. So, you know, I think everybody is, I think it's, it's almost impossible I, I guess you could make, you can honestly make the argument both ways though. Like you could make the argument, yo, he's got way too much talent around him. Is he really that good? Or is Mahomes just like good? <laughs> or you could say that he has, if he's the offensive coordinator, that means that he should have something to do with blocking schemes and, and route schemes and you know, all these things like he should be touching that if he's not. And then there's like if football insiders that know that he's not then. Okay then there you go. Then that's a different story. And, and when you only, it. when you only have, listen, here's my thing. When, when, when Gannon has more teams chasing him than be enemy, something's up. People yeah. know something. I don't know what. And now, <laughs> now are you going to go, are you going to make the argument that it's because that they're, that the teams are racist against the enemy? I mean, okay, then that's fine. Make that art. You can go ahead and make that argument to me. It seems to me like, that they think that Andy Reid is pulling more strings than than the enemy. That's what it seems. No, he like definitely is. And listen, I, I gotta stop saying that. I apologize. They <laughs> they had a great O line. They blew it up last season, and then they drafted well and they signed a free agent here and then. They had another good line, and this probably is going to go against everything that we probably want to believe or not. But like, 
the Eagles kind of did the same thing with the O line. So like the O line is like very you can if you get a piece that works, it's easy to quickly get it together and hold together. Right. So like they literally are firing on all cylinders. I just I'm not a believer and I'm ready to just pump the brakes on that whole expectation of where he should be. Cause he's gonna just be the OC. You think he's just going to stay in? You think he's just going to stay in uh, Kansas City and just chill with Andy Reid, and then like maybe like take over Kansas City when Andy Reid decides that he wants to stop fucking being a coach, or when Andy Reid becomes tired, when they when Kansas City becomes tired of Andy Reid? Yeah, I mean, it's inevitable. But like, look at some of the hires right now. Like Josh McDaniels, that makes sense. He should have been a head coach the last couple of pools anyway. Nathan Hackett from green Bay to Denver. That's a weird, like who the fuck knows? You know what I mean? Again, you can make, and I guess you could make this whole argument again, like Aaron Rodgers, Devonte Adams, you know, Aaron Jones, great offensive line. The OC is a weird like position, you know, like it's like, it's weird. Cause like your success is completely dictated on other people's like success, you know? Yeah. But at the same time, you could argue that every coach, every coach position is that way other than, other than head coach, but even head coach is, is that way. Like yeah. if you have a bum ass fucking O coordinator and, and you're the head coach, what do you, you know, what do you think your offense is going to look good? Your offense yeah. is going to look like no. shit. So I think, I think that some of this is just literally us just bullshitting because we just don't mm-hmm. know. But also, yeah. you know, at the same time, there's gotta be some validity to it. If the dude, if the dude doesn't have a job, a head coaching job yet, and he's only on one team's list this year and you got Gannon who everyone in Philadelphia wants to like stab in the eyeball with a pencil. He has three fucking interviews. Okay. Something, something's like off, off kilter here. (laughs) Yeah, no, I, I tend to agree with you there. So do you think Doug Peterson goes to new Orleans or what? No, I'm actually, I don't think he's going to get a job in this coaching cycle. I don't either. To be honest, I, I again, it's another like I don't know if people don't respect him. I don't. I don't know what the word is on the streets. Like that's why I feel like the Bengals are going to win the Super Bowl because it feels like the seventeen Eagles. Like it makes no sense that they're in the Super Bowl. Don't know how they're there. They beat really good teams to get there, and here we are. They're in the Super Bowl. Well, you know how. You know why they're there. Joey Barrow. Joe fucking Burrow. Who's a dog, man. Someone, one of the instructors at the school today said he doesn't like Joe Burrow. And I'm like, and he's a Ravens fan. So maybe that's what it is. I guess the NFL. Oh, that's probably what it is. That's gotta be what it is. But I'm like, you can't, you can't fucking say that. And what a crazy stat, right? Did you ask him if he likes Lamar? Uh, We started, you know, we started talking about that and I didn't get a vibe one way or the other. I'll ask him tomorrow. But Uh, what was the stat you're going to drop? Oh yeah, yeah. The the high no one's ever won a Heisman. What is it? Fuck. What is it like a trifecta situation? Yeah, no quarterback has ever won the Heisman. Um oh uh, won the Heisman, won a national championship and a Super Bowl ever. No quarterback. So he could be the first one to do that. Which is cool. Wow, that's that's shocking that that's never happened before. Yeah, I said it in the chat. Um, yeah, I, re- I think I remember seeing it. Yeah, I think I remember. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I to think that that dude's never going to win a Super Bowl is just kind of, uh, 
you know, ridiculous at this point. The, the guy, the guy can flat out play quarterback. It's like, it's not even, it's not even a question. Uh, and honestly, good. What else I was going to say was like the two, two years ago, the Bengals had the worst record in the NFL, the worst record in the NFL. And what changed two draft picks changed the whole franchise. And they have a great head coach. I mean, I think he's pretty good. You know, I mean, just if I didn't watch any Bengals games, which surprise, I didn't, um, (laughs) if I didn't watch any and I saw that game, that second half adjustment, whatever they did in the locker room, I don't know if they did a bunch of like fucking cocaine and they were just like fucking pumped (laughs) up, but what an adjustment, man. Jamar chase had zero looks in the first half, you know, and then next thing I know, he's got, you know, six catches, you know, 75 yards. I mean, he balled out. So it was incredible adjustment. The, the O-line adjusted from sh- like nine sacks to one. And again, you know, like Joe said, it's, it's Aaron Donald and, and Von Miller, which I understand. But I still think they can hold it together. I think they just have the mojo, and I think it's their Super Bowl to win. I really do. Yeah. But you know what? Like uh, even, even you think about, so, so you talk about the other game in the, the Niners and the Rams, right? Like I felt like the Rams barely won that game. Like barely. I mean, I know yeah, they only I, won by three, like, but I'm, I'm not saying like score. I'm just saying like, what if like when you watch that game, if you think about like when you like watching that game, it felt like the Niners were just like in control, like the whole time. And then the Rams pulled the Titans and just won because they just get, they just won. Well, you heard, you saw that stat where it was like Kyle Shanahan is like, he has like four of the worst or biggest comebacks ever under his belt. Like as the losing team. Oh, like against him. Yeah. Like, uh, so the first one, obviously he was the OC for the Falcons in the Super Bowl against Tom Brady. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize that man. So you just said it right now. Fuck. Yeah. And then the next one was the super bowl with Kansas city. They were up like 21 to 10, I think entering the fourth, they lost that. And then this game, they were up what? 20 to three in the fourth 20 to, uh, hold on. They were up 17, they were up 17 to seven, I think in the fourth. And I think, right. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. I mean, I I'm looking for the, I'm looking for it right now. Yeah. They were up 17 to seven going into the fourth quarter. So, so that's you're another, up. Oh, here they are. So yeah, it's the Atlanta game. It's the super bowl 20 to 10 with 12 minutes left and 17 to seven with 13 minutes and 35 seconds left in the fourth. So, it's just, he's just not getting it done. I don't think he can close and I don't know what it is. You know what it is? They probably go into like fucking, you know, shell mode, but you can't do it, man. I hate that shit. You can't that's do what, it. Listen, that's the reason why the Rams are here today. The yeah. reason why the Rams are here today is because they didn't go into shell mode, dude. They were like, dude, that throw, that throw last weekend, not, not that, not like the championship throw, but the divisional game throw. The cup yeah. was just out of fucking bounds. Like that's out of control. No, you like, no one does it and they fucking yeah. did it. They were like, fuck it. We're doing it. And they fucking threw a bomb. No one does that shit, man. They fucking did it. That was it. a piss missile. 
That was nasty. Just nasty. And Cooper Cup, if there's any if there's anyone who like deserves to be in the Super Bowl this year, it's fucking Cooper Cup, dude. This yeah, guy's like he's, he's on like legendary pace this year. Yeah, he's insane. really fucking good. Dude, he's got two thousand yards. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. And you know, I got Harper like a motherfucker. I, and, o- I think- and Odell, Odell making his fucking resurgence like hardcore in the, in the championship game. Like what? How bad is Baker Mayfield? Well, listen, I, I I've saw I've seen some footage like when I go down the nerd hole and I'm like watching these dudes break down film and shit. I, I've seen some stuff that makes me wonder. Like, damn, maybe Baker. Cause they talk about this, like they, they talk about the, the ability to like read defenses. And this is the same thing. This is the same Jalen knock Hurt. right now against Jalen hurts. The guy that you either can read a defense or you can't. And it's really hard to learn. Like if once you're at this level, like you, you either have the gene of being able to get it really quick, or you just don't, and you're going to struggle and you're going to always struggle. Like it's always going to be like pulling teeth for you to be successful in the NFL. And it's not that you won't be successful. It's not that you can't be successful. It just doesn't come easy to you. Okay. Baker Mayfield doesn't have that gene. Baker Mayfield doesn't have the, the instantaneous like understanding of how to read NFL defenses. Joe Burrow already can is in his second year of the NFL and he's got the gene. He's got it. Like he, he gets it. Even Garofalo Garofalo can do it. He gets it. He knows how to make the reads. Yeah. He may, he makes the reads, you know, he did have a, he did have a Carson Wentz interception though, man. What? Like, listen, there's nothing that you are going to do. If your head is looking at the turf and one of your foot's in the air and you throw that <laughs> ball, it's going to be a, by the way, by the way, time. I fuck it. I know his name's Garoppolo. I'm making a joke. Just saying. Yeah, I know. I fucking know. You idiot. I'm not saying it for you. I'm saying it for everybody that's fucking listening. It's going to give me bullshit about not knowing Garoppolo. his fucking name. <laughs> by the way, by the way, everybody celebrate the flyers won. Okay. Fuck them. Don't bring that bad juju into my life. So anyway, we have a, we have a matchup of, um, the Rams, and and the Bengals and honestly, dude, I, I could you be know, more thrilled. Fresh blood, I love it. My God, yeah, fucking TB twelve out of the fucking league officially, finally today. Yeah, so and you know he was pissed. And how about this? I this this podcast is all over the place today, so suck my nuts. Oh. Um, dude, he didn't. <laughs> he didn't thank the Patriots. Not one not word, one, not one mention, not one mention to Robert Kraft, not one mention to, you know, Joe blow the stadium guy, you no know, Joe blow to the guy that pumps the air balls, you know, <laughs> or oh, okay. <laughs> the flake gate. What? but I mean that honestly, all right, Dallas chill. Um, <laughs> that honestly was very surprising. I thought I, for sure he would mention something or post a picture of him with like, you know, as the Patriots instead of Tampa Bay. And then like, did that whole Tampa Bay bullshit, like something, a blurb, a, a fucking sentence. So what do you think like it the means? fans? Well, I don't think he want. I don't think he wanted to leave. Oh. So I think there's some bad blood over there. Thinking there's some, thinking there's some drama also, going on there. 
Also, I think you would be a fool to assume that Tom Brady will not be playing after one year of retirement. I don't know where. I guess the Bucks would still own his rights, right? Why? What's the point of retiring? Dude, people do this all the time. He's not like, in football. Not in football. Yeah. The only the only dude I can think of that did this in football was Brett Favre. Well, but he, he didn't actually retire. He just said he was gonna and then never did. Yeah. I, I just I don't I don't see him enjoying retirement as much as he thinks he's going to. And I mean, I know I don't know. I just I, I there's no way I believe that the Tom Brady chapter is closed. Is that because you don't want it to be closed, or is that just because you think you just really believe that he's just going to come back? No, I just think he's going to come back. Like, listen, I uh, Tom Brady to me is like one of my favorite quarterbacks of all time. I just hate New England. So, like, the, very, like, the, like the area or the Patriots? No, or like, I mean, or like I, all their. Teams. If I start, <laughs> if I start hating every area, people are going to be like, "This dude fucking hates everything." It's no, Michigan no, only. I hate no, no. Michigan. I don't mean the. I don't mean the people. I mean like the, the like. Like the, the the sports teams, like you hate the Celtics, you yeah, hate the it's Patriots. Because they're yeah. just the most arrogant, cocky fucking sports fans, and and they have every right to be. You know what I mean? Because they've won so much, and all you know, all four. Well, this but, just goes you know, back to this just goes back to what we were talking about before. We just love to hate people that win. That's all. Yeah, and and I'm I'll be the first one to fucking admit that. I got no problem with that. Like that's why I don't like Kansas City. Also, I don't like Jackson McCombs, and you know. Brittany Mahomes. So, you know, it's nice to have, you know, someone new to hate. But I did like Tom Brady in Tampa Bay. And I mean, how could you not? I love Tom Brady, man. I don't give a fuck where he plays. I I don't care if he plays for the Patriots. I don't care if he plays for, I don't care if he plays for the fucking Giants. I would love Tom Brady. He's just, he's just the kind of dude who, I don't know. It's different. It's different for me. Like, usually I hate the good players that don't play in Philly, like, you know, like Sidney Crosby over the years. And like, you I'm know. a Sidney Crosby fan. Oh. So am I now, but like, I, I used to fucking hate that dude. I used to despise him. But then like he crossed mine. over, like there's like a threshold that like they can cross over for me. And I don't know, really it's hard to quantify what that is for me, but I think that there's a point where it's like, all right, I can't really hate this guy. Like he's fucking just like all time. Great. So I got to give but, up on the hate. You know, it's funny you say this. Um, Cause like for, for me, I've always, I've loved Ovi since day one, like day one, I've been an Ovi guy. Like that dude, if you, did you see, did you see the, the shot chart from him on a power play? Cause he just hit a hundred goals from the power play. No, I didn't see it. It's it's like yo, you should probably cover him on the. Is the it right like side. literally? Is it like literally right circle dot like every time? Well, okay, so it depends how you're looking at the ice, right? So if you're looking at it center ice and he's shooting on the net, you know what I mean? It's on the left side, so it's always the left shot. But if you were behind the net, it would be the right side, obviously. I got you. I got but, you. Yeah, yeah, dude, it is just a massive. It looks like a giant gumball of blue <laughs> <laughs> from his success rate, and not one. Dave, not one goal from the right side, which I mean, not even one lucky flutter in, you know what I mean? He never leaves the left side. It's incredible that he's on the power play. Goals. You're talking about, obviously. Yes, of course. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. It's, it's That's, insane. I'm a big, I'm, it's just like, you start to get the appreciation. And like, I think I'm sad now because like our, my like twenties quarterbacks are all gone. I know. And that's part gone. of it too. Like, I think, 
I think that's that's part of it. It's like a, a nostalgia thing. Like as you start to get older, the guys who you really liked and you really latched onto, like once you get over the hate part, like I never hated Ovi either, but I really hated Sidney Crosby at first. Yeah, and, no, I mean, how could you not? Pittsburgh, right. that, that franchise should have folded. They should have left Pittsburgh and somehow they get oh. two first round, you know, mega people. The whole thing, the whole thing. And there's all there's there's players like this are all across all across sports, but I think what's happening is especially you know, as you get older, these guys these guys who are around for 12, 15, 20 years and then then they're gone and you're like, "Fuck, man, this fucking sucks." Like, I don't want these guys to be gone. Like that means I'm old now. And it's yeah. the same it's the same shit as like Eli Manning, man. That commercial, every time I watch that commercial, I fucking <laughs> crack up. He's like butchering all the words in the uh, Olivia Rodriguez song. And it's just like, yeah. uh, it just, I, I, I loved Eli Manning. I mean, I, it was great to play him as an Eagles because he, you know, he rarely tore us apart. They, you know, Eli Manning, I was like, um, I was like lukewarm on him. I wasn't, I didn't hate him, but I also wasn't like, oh my God, it's Eli Manning. Dude, I, you can't, I love you can't not admit, you can't not admit that he is not fucking hilarious in the end of his like, oh, you know, he's where he's at now. Oh, it's per, he's perfect. I it's, love him. The Peyton Manning and Eli Manning, that, that combination is like, they're just, they're unbelievable. So whoever's gone, whoever's idea I was going to say was, Whoever's idea was to like have that shit on ESPN. Like if it's a game that you don't really care about and you just want to watch these dudes and you want to laugh, it's fucking amazing to watch that broadcast. Yeah. They deserve a raise immediately. But um, what I was going to say is for those of you that don't know what quarterback we're talking about. So it's like, for me, it's like Phillip rivers, drew Brees, Peyton Manning, Eli Manning, Tom Brady, Ben Roethlisberger. Am I missing someone? Maybe Russ Wilson. Maybe. Nah, he's still on the alive. Outskirts. Alive. <laughs> alive. I'm, so, I'm talking like that. I'm talking about that 04 draft from like region. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's Manning's. Yeah, it's like six of them. I might miss someone, but like those guys are all gone. So like the NFL's like weird now, right? And and they're in great hands. I mean, if you if you look at, you know, put your list together. It starts with Jalen Hurts being the elite quarterback. And then you got Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, um, Joey Burrows. You know, Russ Wilson's in that weird teeter. Because he's like kind, of, he's not dumb, but like you know. Oh, you missed Mike Vick, I think. Was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike Vick. Thank you. So, and I was kidding about Jalen Hurts. I didn't even get a chuckle. I, I heard. I heard, oh, I heard you. I was just letting you go. <laughs> and then, um, you know, it's a, and, and you got like kind all kinds of like younger. What about like what about so league. let's so let's do this. I think it's fun. Do you, what about like Carson Palmer? Oh. He was like, fun, but he also, he was a quitter and a pussy and a baby. So he's not on my list. Or what about like, uh, uh, Culpepper, uh, Dante Culpepper. He was, yeah. he was pretty mean when he was with, um, Randy Moss. They had a good fucking squad. Yeah. He they was couldn't nasty, get it done. Dude. Yeah. I know. He's not on my um, list. Let me think. Um, Hasselback. Get out of here with that fucking garbage. How about, please. How about Romo? You gonna say Trent Dilfer next? Um, Romo. I, I like Romo. I, not like. Let me rephrase that. Like when I say I like these NF, NFC East quarterbacks, it's just because I was never really worried about them. Like yeah. coming in and making a big fucking stink. So like you could say you like Tony Romo was funny as shit. And did you hear what he said during the Bengals broadcast? 
what he said. No, because I was listening oh, to it. Oh my god, it had me it had me in literal tears. <laughs> he was like <laughs> he's like, all right, so they're gonna kick the field goal on third down. Because there was a quarterback a long oh, time ago shit. that oh, that shit. fumbled the most important <laughs> snap. And then and then his uh, uh, who's running mate? I always forget. It's him awesome. and um Nance. Jim and Nance. Nance didn't even acknowledge it. And then like twenty seconds later, he was like, I don't think you heard me. There was once a quarterback, <laughs> and then they both started cracking up. It was so fucking funny, man. I was like, and that's why I like Tony Rome, because he can just make fun of himself. But he did have a stroke at the end of the game. Like he just I don't know what happened, but I, I think it was during. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. So you know Joe Mixon fumbled the ball, right? Yep. It was during that time, like he was like, "Oh, I don't know what Andy Reid could possibly be challenging." You know what I mean? Like he was just pulling shit out of his ass. So like people were like, "Oh God, Tony Romo was having a stroke." <laughs> but yeah, Joe Mixon fumbled it. I saw hundred percent. Yeah, I saw it. And then I saw the replay. apparently the refs. Apparently the refs said um, that he gave himself up. Dude, that's soft. The refs were fucking whack. The refs were bad again. Bro, could you like could you fucking imagine if they called a fumble and gave the ball back to Kansas City? No. No. <laughs> no. Oh my god. I don't want to be around for that. So yo, I got a couple more quarterbacks to run by you. Yeah, hit me them. I love um it. uh Rich Gannon. <sighs> I did like Rich Gannon. The only problem with Rich Gannon, I think he lost the Super Bowl in 2002, if I'm correct, right? Which I would have only been 12 years old. So, like, he was a little bit, a little bit too before me. Yep. Yep. Uh, let's see. Steve McNair. Do you remember him? Oh, I remember Steve McNair. I had him. And the reason that 27 is my favorite number is Eddie and fucking George. Eric McNair. That was a fun team. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, I remember that Super Bowl vividly. Because that was the the Dyson reaching from the four yard line, like yes, was fucking close the reach. to the goal line. Yep, I remember. I dude, I remember. That. So like, it snowed here. It, that we had like a snowstorm in, around here the night okay. of that Super Bowl. I just remember that because I don't. I, I just it's like stuck in my head. I'll never forget that. Like the like the pass and like he he was on his way to the goal line and he boom and he was stopped short. It's like oh my god, yeah. dude. That sucked. That's drama. I remember. Oh do you know the year of that Super Bowl by any chance? It was like 99, right? I don't. Uh, that sounds right, actually. I don't know off so, the top of my head, though. I think it might be that. I'll look it up. Go, you tell your story. I would have been like, whatever, 9 to 11. And I remember like we were, I wasn't allowed to stay up for the Super Bowl. So like my mom put me to bed or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And my brother and I in our room had this little tiny, like it literally was like a black and white TV. And yep. I watched it on one of them, like little TVs, like laying in the closet. So my parents wouldn't see me or hear me. I remember yep. that vividly. That was, that was, that, so that was this 99 season. It was the super bowl in 2000. So uh, I was 10 years old. Yeah. And it was the greatest show on turf. That's what they called the Rams that year. Was that also the miracle? I muted myself. Wasn't that also the music city miracle against Buffalo to get them into the, Oh, uh, was it the same year? Prop maybe. Pretty sure, but I could be totally wrong. I was nine, so um well I won't I was older than you, but <laughs> you're like thirty. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was thirty in two thousand. Um <laughs> let me see. Let me see if there's any more on this list. Um Kurt Warner. 
Yeah, he you can definitely miss Kurt Warner. He was he was fun. Uh, Although is on Kurt the list. Warner in 2008 really pissed me the fuck off, so I put him on the list of hate. Well, I mean, of course, of course, 2008. That so. should have been that should have been a all Pennsylvania Super Bowl, and it hurts my whole my whole heart. Yeah, that was a rough one. We don't really think, need to go down that. We don't need to reopen oh, those scars. I don't think. Let them bleed, baby. I still think they would have won that Super Bowl. Well, never know. You think so? That, that was also a really good Super Bowl, though. I mean, Santonio Holmes with a fucking the hell of a fucking catch. Yep. This yep. man Super Bowl. I don't know. I, I think Super Bowl is my favorite holiday. Holiday. <laughs> it's not yeah. a holiday. It's yeah. like a holiday. Um, uh, let's see. Mc, McNabb's can, on the list. Fuck McNabb. Oh, I read something from um, Brett Favre, Drew Brees, that Seth Wick, Wickershire. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. He said that the they name. try they try to do a magazine on him on Donovan McNabb in '04, and McNabb refused to do the magazine cover, and they went with Tom Brady. I felt like McNabb was super arrogant. Why though? Like he had no reason, you know, that's what I mean. And like this shit always annoyed me. Yeah, we know, bro. We we know you're the one that passed it into the ground. We know that it was your fault. (laughs) (sighs) McNabb was one on my list of like, I think I just can't even fucking stomach the thought of talking about McNabb in any good light. I just, Pisses me off, man, because he could have been so much fucking better. I think one of the big problems with McNabb was that they're like, he just, and this is really the Eagles in, in general in the past, like my lifetime. Um, <laughs> they never have weapons. They never have like, they never have like, like, I feel like every other fucking team that you watch and you like, you, you like, oh man, the, these guys are fucking unreal. They always have at least one, maybe two or three offensive weapons that are just like ridiculous. Eagles never have it. Never mm-hmm. like, like never. Well, and, and, and then they finally get a guy to that. And then McNabb like fucking hates him or whatever the fuck happened there, you know? And it sucks. Like, it, like you, <laughs> they could have done, they could have won so many fucking games together, man. Look at the look at the final four. Just look at the final four of the wide receivers. Like the Eagles aren't sniffing that. They're no. just they're fucking not. Oh man, Cooper like, Cup, Odell Beckham, that fucking uh, Jefferson, Robert Woods would have been there if he's healthy, right? Yeah. The Niners have Debo Samuel's, George Kittle. I don't know. Well, oh, you, uh, Brandon Anuk. Are you and look at look at um and look at the Bengals. I mean, the Bengals have fucking T Higgins. Three. They got T Higgins, Jamar Chase, who just came into the league, and they're already better than anybody the Eagles have have had in the past twenty years. Well, I mean, there was no chance they were getting Jamar Chase, but I hear you. No, no, no. I'm and, not. And, that's not my. I'm not making that argument. I'm just making. Oh, that. I'm just uh, Tyler Boyd's yeah. good too. Yeah, Boyd. Boyd's a great third receiver. Um, uh, Uzoma. Yeah, yeah, and who's the other team we're missing? Oh, Kansas City, Pringle, oh, was, fucking, you know, Tyreek Hill, Tyreke, Jason Kelsey, Travis, Jason. Kelsey. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, 
it's taken me 30 minutes, 39 minutes to realize that like the Eagles are fucking a century away. Seriously. They, they're missing things. man. They're not though, because this is the Eagles. The Eagles will never, here's the thing. And this is something that we just need to wrap our fucking heads around and accept. The Eagles are never going, the Eagles are never going to be a dynasty style team. They are going to be the team that wins a dirty Super Bowl here and there. If it, if ever, because they don't build the team the way that these other teams do, they don't follow the same blueprint. They just don't. And if, if they win one, it's going to be dirty lightning in a bottle type of thing. And that's what happened to us in 2018, night 17, whatever you want to say. That's, that's just the truth, man. Like it sucks, but that's just, that's just what we are. And I feel like that's, I feel like that's every team in Philadelphia. You're not wrong, but the the thing for me, and I keep seeing this shit. It's just like, why? All right. I'm probably going to ruffle some feathers. I don't don't really care. (laughs) People are like, Oh, we don't want Sean Watson because he's got some, who fucking cares guys. Like it's like every, like every single one of these motherfuckers probably have a skeleton in the closet. It's only the dumb motherfuckers that get caught. So like, we're not, we're not taking people on their character. We're just, you know, we're trying to build a team to be successful. And I know that sounds so shitty as a human to say that out loud. You know what I mean? But like, it's just how I feel. Like, I he's he's not guilty until proven otherwise. Correct. That's yes. That's what I was gonna say. He hasn't really. Nothing has been, and it's been a long fucking time. Like, it, there's nothing official. There's no. There's no court. Anything. There's no any. There's nothing happening. So. You know, something's weird, obviously, there. I mean, did something happen? Did he probably do something really fucking stupid? Did he probably treat a woman the wrong way? Yeah, probably. He's fucking... Fuck yeah, he and, and he's probably a complete <laughs> dick, sh- dipshit asshole for doing it. But... 100%. It's... it's it's a really slippery slope. It really is. Like, no, I'll this slip is, off on all that fucking slope. We're almost going down... We're almost going down the Vic... The Vic... Uh, hundred percent. Like if if you, if you, if you serve your opponent, like dude, so many of these people wouldn't be allowed in the NFL. If everything was, you know what I mean? Like every single thing. And we held everyone to a standard and we were like, never again. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and it's not just football. You can open your fucking eyes. Look at all the fucking baseball players. Look at Evander Kane for hockey. I'm sure there's fucking people everywhere. But my whole point of all this was, um, it frustrates me when I see like, Oh, Howie Roseman's, trying to work up a plan to get to Sean Watson for what? <laughs> I don't know. It's the like, same guy. It's like, it's like the same. It's like a little bit of a, of an upgrade. Like, is the Sean Watson really that good? Uh, well, he can at least sling it and stay in the pocket and he might be able to read defenses. I don't I, listen. I'll be the first to tell you. I think it's an upgrade, a hundred percent an upgrade. And that's uh, a good upgrade. And is you, it an upgrade? Is it an opinion. upgrade because he's been in the league for five years? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> and that matters when you have a quarterback that, you know, can't read defenses or, you know, wants to run right. first. Right. But my whole point of all this is, and it's taken me four minutes and I apologize to get to this point. <laughs> the Eagles are not a quarterback away. They're a quarterback. They're a fucking wide receiver. They're a running back. Cause they only have one more year with miles Sanders unless he resigns. Yeah. We don't need they're, to worry about running backs. They're a dime a dozen these days, but you get my point. Like there yeah. are so many things that the yeah. Eagles need. It's not like a plug and play. Like, okay, 
You know who comes to my mind? The Tampa Bay Bucks should go after Deshaun Watson because if they get Deshaun Watson, nothing changes for them. They still have like, a very good quarterback. So like you, I, I totally hear you, and I, I can't really make an argument against you per se about the Eagles being however many pieces away. But how many pieces away were how many pieces away was Cincinnati two years ago? Two massive pieces. That's it. They were just two pieces away. They just needed a wide receiver and a quarterback, and they were ready to win a title. They don't have a line. I mean, that's a proven fact. Who on who on the who on the defensive side do you think out loud? That's like the only reason I know Von Bell was on that team was because he made the interception. There's there's no one on that defense that sticks out. They go, oh, you know who it is? Is that fucking defensive end is really good? The free agent they signed. I forget uh, Hutchinson or uh, Hutchinson Hubbard. It's Hutchinson. Those two guys. Those guys. Where did Hutchinson come from? You know. Hey, I'm telling you. See, this is the thing, though. But um, I'm gonna think about it. it. Yeah, the, but this is the thing. I, I think my point is that we're so oh, we're always so caught up in like the obvious places, like oh yeah, well we need a better fucking quarterback, or oh you know whatever. We need we need some consistency in this fucking town. Of I think he I think he came from. I'm thinking. I'm um, for some reason I think he came from like. Like you mean college or like a co- or like no a no he was on a pro team. I think he played for the Saints. You can look. You can check me on it. Are but, you talking? Are you talking about Hendrickson or are you talking about Hubbard? No, Hendrickson, the edge guy. Okay. Um, I I, I think what I'm what I'm trying to say is like we need some consistency in this town when it comes to coaching because the the. the one of the common threads of these teams that, that, that are, that are six, that are success. Was this the saints? Okay. Yeah. That are successful. And they're, they're successful for multiple years in a row is that they have consistency at the coaching positions, not only the head coach, but the off the coordinators and the position coaches, like we, these guys come into the league and they necessarily, they might not necessarily be, you know, a fucking pro bowler in their first two years. But the what's, what's not happening is the, is the development is not happening. Look at, look at the people that have been wasted over the years at that out of Philadelphia was Aguilar as bad as he as we thought he was. No, I don't know. No, stop it. I'm just, my point is, and I'm not even, I'm, I, I can't like, I'm not going to go. I'm not going to spend time trying to cite specific examples. My point is that the, the coaching inconsistencies in this town over the past 10 years have created a hole on our team in multiple ways, offense and defense where guys are not being developed and turned into the monsters that they could be. No, I, I tend to agree with you. I mean, the, the the proof is in the pudding. I mean, it definitely is. There, there's tons of players that you can talk about. Like, uh, Rasul Douglas is the one that comes to mind. We kind of quit on him a little too early, probably. Um, yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. I just, I just feel like there's, they're just not ready to make that plunge on the quarterback. I don't they're want them not. to. I really don't want them to. I, I, I think that, I think that the way that this team is built right now, I think that, I think that the way that they're going to be successful is by building around a young, cheap quarterback. Yeah. Well, and exactly what you just said, like 
or they they're not a dynasty team, right? So the only way they can be successful is a cheap young quarterback. And I hear you. Um, it, it's weird to see after what I saw in the playoffs. So and we can wrap this up, but after <laughs> what I saw in the playoffs, I'm struggling. I'm struggling with thinking that they have a legitimate shot with what they have. And, you know, we can talk after free agency, we can talk after the draft and then maybe things will be a little better, but like, right. That team was not a playoff team. Either was the Steelers. They really, you could argue that the seventh fucking, you know, team in is pretty fucking stupid. Because the the drop off is massive there if you look at it. Yeah, but uh, it doesn't matter. Like like what's like what's it matter if you call them a playoff team or you don't call them a playoff team and they lose in the first round? Like what's the difference? Well, I'm just saying to me is that like just looking at everyone else in the playoffs. Yeah, then they're not they're not where I thought maybe they were before we started playing the Bucks. Is all I'm trying to get at. Okay, I was feeling you. a little different about them playing the Bucks than watching the Bucks game, and I still. I still felt better than I probably should have after the Bucks game, and then now I've watched this whole playoff. Dude, they they wouldn't even they wouldn't even be on the field in the divisional. You know what I mean? And I know that's obviously the next round, but like right, right. So of the fourteen teams that you saw in the playoffs, they were thirteen. You know, they're probably like fourteenth or thirteenth, right? Yeah, no, they were better than the Steelers. Steelers are bad. <sighs> okay, fine, they're thirteenth, <laughs> but still, like it's just the drop off is so significant. Um, so I, I'm curious, I, I'm curious like the rest of us, it's just going to be, it's going to be fun to see what they do in the off season. And obviously we're going to root for whatever. And if they get the Sean Watson, I'll be thrilled about it. But I just don't think if they get him, we go super bowl. You know what I mean? There's still so much they need. Listen, I, we're going to beat a dead horse. They need to hit this draft. They need to hit it. Well, I don't care. Looking how forward, I'm, honest, I'm honestly looking forward to talking about this for the next couple of weeks about the draft. Yeah, and no, like, definitely. You know, all that type of shit. Like it's going to be, it, it's going to be really interesting to see how it shakes out. And it doesn't, it doesn't matter what they do with those draft picks. If they, they draft one and trade two, or they draft two and dra- trade one, or they draft all three or they trade all, I don't fucking care, but whatever they do, it needs to be successful. It just, it needs to hit in some Gotta capacity. Got to hit. You have to hit. Now, if they draft, if they draft all three and they hit on two, that's successful to me. You know what I mean? Just because odds, but they can't miss man. And I won't be thrilled with one hit and two misses. So there's a whole lot of parts going on and we don't know how it's going to look, but, and, yep. and free agency is going to be fun. And honestly, there are so like, dude, I get giddy when I think about all the wide receivers. There are so many. We ran through that last week or two weeks ago. There yeah. are so many wide receivers that if that doesn't get you fucking hard, I don't know what will. I I hope they got they got to make they got to make a move for one of them. Either one of the free agents or one of the guys who's got a one year left on his deal. I mean, th- this team is this team. You talk about completely changing the look of your team. You add, you add a wide receiver on the other side of the field from Smith. And I don't care if it's Jalen hurts playing quarterback, you're going to make, you're going to have more opportunities for Jalen hurts to be successful. And the bottom, if the bot, you know, if we're, (laughs) if we're holding on the hurts and we're going to try to develop this dude, cool. Let's get him some guys that can play football because, and that's, and that's always going to be the argument. Let's get him situated for success because right now that's not what's happening. Yep. 
So yes, let's get 100%. the man some help and let's get it fucking done. And you know, let's let's just let's just fucking do the deed, man. And Kelsey needs to decide what he's doing too. So there's a lot of parts into it. A lot of stuff, a lot of stuff left to, left to shake out. NFL, we got a bye week. We got the pl- we got the Pro Bowl, which means nothing. And then next week do we'll you do a watch little the Pro Bowl. I usually bet on it. It's 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 honestly it's probably one of the most unwatchable games. You know what I do? Like you know you know what I do when I bet on it? I just look at the um the box score. No, I look at who I look at where people are betting. Like I look like whatever the public is betting on as far as the I only bet the over under, first of all. Only the over under. And I look at where the public is betting. If they're all betting the over, I take the under. And then if they're all betting the under, I take the over. And that's it. And I win and almost seventy five percent. It's a pretty good, it's a pretty good tactic. I just, there, there's like, I hate the Pro Bowl. And I, uh, you know what I love though? I love the skills competition. Are they bringing that shit back? Yeah, I think they are. Dude, Did back in the, the day, dude, back in the day when Brett Favre's dropping back and he's firing those footballs with the fucking blue chalk die on the front, yeah. and he's hitting them fucking targets. That's dude, that shit. I would watch that shit all weekend. <laughs> They uh did you see what they're doing for the um the hockey all star skills? No, I didn't see it. Dude, this is actually pretty sick. Good Man, transition, we should by just, the way. Yeah, you like that? Dude, I'm, yeah. I'm fucking, that was fucking that was fucking streamlined. So they um they're putting up a wall with cards. Okay. Like, you know, Vegas. And then they gotta shoot out the cards and like, you know, make it make sense, I guess, somehow like a, a hand or something. Okay. On the skills. So I mean I think that's pretty cool. It's in oh and they they take a boat out to the fountain in the it's it's on the fountains of B- the Bellagio. What? Yeah, bro, it's gonna be sick. And like, I'll probably check that out. I won't watch the fucking game. But you're right. The skills the skills contest you can you can kind of get into it. I love the skills contest in every sport. Like the hockey skills, always watch it. I don't even care if they're just breaking plates in the net. I don't care. It's still fun to watch it. Oh. And like the speed, like the slap shot, like, fuck yeah. Let me see, dude, show me Chara hitting 110. I'll, I'll watch it. I don't care. I watch it every time. And like, you know, they started doing the speed skater. Fuck yeah. And you know what? You want the women out there skating? Fuck it. Let's go. Let's race. Yeah. Fuck it. I, I love watching that shit. I'm all about the skills competitions, man. And then basketball. Oh my God, dude. Come on. Well, there's a significant drop off. Like, did you see the four players in the dunk contest? Well, okay, this is the, okay, but that's you're you're bringing up a separate issue. the The dunk contest, the dunk contest in on its own, is legendary. Like, it's like it on the, it's like on the level of like home run derby, right? Okay. But then, but then they fuck it up because they don't have the premier dudes in the game doing it. You you almost have to have you got to have like LeBron. You got to have like fucking. You know what I mean? Like you got to have the the guys in it. You can't be fucking LeBron's, having like LeBron's hurt again. And I saw he's playing too you know much. That, you know that TikTok when it's like he when they're like they run into the wall. They're like nineteen nineties kids, you know, or you know, two thousand. Yeah. And then the last yeah. one is like, "Ow, daddy, my pussy hurts." That's what I think about LeBron every time. He fucking, That's fucked up. I hate. I'm so over him. Oh, he he just plays too much, dude. He's he's trying too much. He's well, playing too much. How bad is that team? They got issues, dude. Big time. Russell Westbrook does not fit, huh? Did you see him shooting off the backboard the other day? No. Idiot. That was like that was like a week ago, but he's literally firing off jump shots that were landed on top of the backboard. It was fucking hilarious. Um, yeah, he's he's I don't think he's like washed or anything. I just 
I don't think he meshes with those guys. Well, they tried to put together the fucking dream team from the 2008 fucking <laughs> Olympics. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't want to go into this yet, but I found a list of four dunk contests. So I'll tell you in a minute, but I want right, to talk so about the we're, we're talking about hockey right now. And yeah. you know, the flyers, the flyers had a game tonight. They played at home against Winnipeg. Uh, I don't know if there were anybody at the game, maybe a Dude, couple people. I'm telling you right now that the, the Philly fans for the first time. And as long as I can think about it are making a statement. Okay. By not going by not going. This shit never fucking happens. They're always dude. I saw videos today, like on Twitter and shit of just the fucking, um, you know, the stadium, the, the whole upper bowl is completely fucking empty. It, it's honestly a joke at this point. And so, I'm kudos, kudos to the fans, you know, like it's, 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 it's a huge. Oh, and I read somewhere. Everyone was like, Oh, it's, it's because of the vaccine mandate. no, no, Maybe. no, they were selling percent of it. No, dude, they had, they had huge crowds like back before, before that, the second, the second ridiculous losing streak, they had, they had huge crowds. Like it's definitely, it doesn't have anything to do with the vaccine mandate. No way. Well, fine. Put it, put it at like 5%, right? Put it at 5%. Uh, okay, fine. Put a number on 95% of the reason that people aren't going is because they, I'd rather watch fucking Disney on ice, which it is enjoyable. I mean, Disney on ice is pretty legit. I like it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I have nephews and nieces. All right, freaks. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but you honestly, they're not, they're not watchable. There's nothing to fucking talk about. Like I said, the trade, the NHL trade deadline is in March. Just don't even watch until like the last two games before the deadline and then watch Drew. That's well, it. And the one thing I wanted to bring up before we stop talking about the flyers, cause it's like wasting our breath. But you said, you said kudos to the fans. And the reason why it is kudos to the fans is, is not simply because the, the arena is empty. That is, that is really, really a big part of it. The, but the really big part, the bigger part is that the reason the arena is empty is that the season ticket holders who already paid their money for the season tickets are choosing to not go to these games. Yeah. So the part like it partly sucks because the flyers already have your money and it's like, yeah, guess what? Season ticket holders, we already have your fucking money. So, you know, too bad. But at the same time, the public statement it by not showing up in the arena, you know, it shows up on it shows up on replays. It shows up on in sports talk, whatever. Like it, it's a bigger. It's bigger than it's. Not, it's not about the dollar. It's about it's about the sh- the I don't know. Like the, the camaraderie of of saying fuck you guys. This is bullshit. Banding together as as fans and saying fuck you. We're not going to support this piece of shit product. You guys need to make changes. Hire a coach. Do something like. Like it's like I literally feel like the Flyers are like that meme where like it's like the stick figure guy and he's like poking <laughs> the thing and he's like do something like that's what the Flyers are right now. I don't know, I don't know what you're supposed to do. Like hire a cook. Would it change your opinion at all if they just hire somebody? No, because I don't want them to just hire someone for shits and gigs. No, I'm saying go fucking vet. Go vet the people that are available and fucking hire a coach. Why is this yeah, so hard? Well, because maybe they're waiting to see if um 
you know, who gets fired. I, I, I'm just trying to make a justification. I don't have one. I fucking hate this team. I fucking hate the way they're ran. They're unfucking watchable. They're not going to be enjoyable until Comcast gets the fuck out of the situation. It pisses me off so much. I love fucking hockey, dude. I was so hard. I was so hard up for hockey that I literally watched a, ran, a random game the other night. <laughs> We've all been there. I watched a fucking random game. I think it was like Anaheim versus Detroit or some shit. I'm sure it was enjoyable. I, and like, I'm like, I, I just, I miss hockey. I miss it. So fuck hockey. you Comcast and fuck you flyers because I miss hockey and it's your fucking fault. So fuck you. Does this lamp look like a testicle? Mm. Like, you know, the veins all through it. Anyway, uh, Sixers are back, baby. It kind of does, actually. I'm kind of fucking in. So I got a text. I got a text from Kenny. uh, I think it was like yesterday or something last (laughs) night. And he's like, I'm fucking back. And this is big because listen, the reason why it's big is because I'm going to, I'm going to dime both of us out. Kenny and I both bet against the Sixers last night. Yeah, bitches. We, We did. And for, and Kenny texted me that he was back, even though, even though he lost his bet, his hard-earned cash, uh, and so did I. So did I. I lost. But yo, what do what do we all what do we think about? Now this is like a micro, 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 micro situation. But guys, hold guys. on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Ah, what do I'm we so think excited. about? What do we think about fucking Maxi going toe to toe with Ja with with, with Ja? Ja, what do you want to do? Ah? <laughs> Maxi, 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 yeah, yeah. Maxi <laughs> going, Maxi going for thirty three. Are you fucking Listen, kidding me, bro? That Woo! okay. So before I give the Sixers too much credit, I do have one negative thing to say. Is it about they got to get rid of fucking Kate Scott? She's fucking terrible, dude. Uh oh. I don't care that she's a woman. Womp, I don't care womp. that she likes women. Women. I don't give a fuck about any of that shit. She's terrible at her job. Terrible. She like they fucking stole the ball. Tobias Harris <laughs> launches it. Right. I mean, like, like a fucking kiss missile from the front row, and she's like. Tobias Harris gets the ball. Oh, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Maxie, the game. It's like the bitch. You're ter- she's so bad, man. Again, Here, here's the thing. Nothing to do with her as like a person. I'm sure she's a nice woman. I'm sure she's great. I'm sure she's nice. I don't give a fuck. She can't. She does not bring a thrill to the fucking game, dude. And maybe that was part of like another whole reason. Like I was kind of hesitant too, which is crazy. It could, it could be. And if anyone has the contact contract information on her, please send it our way because I've been looking. I, I can't just find that shit. I gotta, I gotta know how long I gotta endure this because, because it can't be twenty seven years. Here's the thing. I think I said this to you. I don't know if I said this to like you in the group or, or just to you directly, but um I think and then we can talk about the game. But I think I think she's really she's like um she really reminds me of uh like a baseball announcer. Like yep. um where where they'll be like, you know, three two pitch and then like the pitch happens and you watch it. And you see the strike happen and the dude just struck out and the, and the announcer's like this. 
And that's the game. Like that's literally yeah. what they do in baseball sometimes. And she she reminds me so much of a baseball announcer. Like, listen, she doesn't. She's not a baseball announcer. She's never been one. She's always been in in, in basketball. Like that's her deal. She, lo- she right. She loves basketball. She's called college basketball. Like, okay, but. We, uh, we need we need we need some more dude. like like we give us some fucking, give us some spirit because what we came There's, I think part of the problem is that we came from like what we came from was so was drastically different than like this Harry Callis level yeah yes uh, in the basketball realm yes I think so two people when I think of K Scott Joe Buck on the home run call to send them to the world series. I think that's what it was. Right. When he was just like, and Matt stairs hit a home run and that will do it. Um, and <laughs> no, I, I think, think he didn't name, he say like Matt stairs into the night. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that what he said or something call. like that? Yeah. There was, there was no energy. And then one that I think about a lot that he, that she matches like through and through, and he's really good on college, but uh, Sean McDonough, or when he came over to the NFL, was terrible. Yeah, he just he had the voice of college, and like again, it has nothing to do with her. I'm sure she's great, but she cannot do. She does not bring pizzazz. And then you know, I'll, uh, he's good, but he can't he can't carry a broadcast. That's why he was so good with Mark. <laughs> right, he's a color guy. <laughs> And he and he, like, dude, brain, brain only on color, right? Like, oh. he couldn't, he couldn't, he couldn't fucking swing a bat at it. You know what I mean? Like, he's that. He would be terrible at it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. you need your color guy is only as good as your main person. And our main person is struggling. Not struggling. That's not right. That's not fair to her because she's doing a good job. I'm sure of it. But yeah, she's calling the game. It's not like she's some. It's not like she is failing at her job. It's just not exciting. It's 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 boring. I don't know what, to, what else to say. Like I want to, like I want to feel something from the announcer when I'm watching some shit go down. Like like what happened last night. Like I want to feel some tingles in my private. It was just, didn't, just didn't feel it. But no, let's, talk about, let's talk about let's talk about Maxi going oh, toe to toe with Jaw. I want Jaw. I wanted to bring it up to you because I'll tell you what, the whole fucking stadium balled out apparently. <laughs> All right, so yesterday was January 31st. All right, give me two more seconds. I got this. One, two. All right, Drummond, 16 and 23. Woo! 23! 23 <laughs> rebounds! Did anybody, was even, anybody else on the court? I don't even want to give Fat Caputo any credit, but he was like, dude, we all missed the easiest fucking bet. Drummond over rebounds without Embiid has got to be the most square, easiest bet in One all One million America. percent, and dude. He's, my, Caputo is Caputo is is so on with that. It's not even fine. It doesn't even matter what the over is. It doesn't even yeah. matter. Take you it. If I could take it. Take it. Also, he had five assists. I'll tell you what, that stat line, if you didn't have him beat, that's a starting center in the 16, NBA. 23 and five. What the fuck eight, is that? Eight for 11. Eight oh for my 11. God. Okay. And then 42 Curry, minutes. Game. 42 yeah. minutes. Dude, he balled out. Curry, not a great game, but Maxi had uh 33. Tobias Harris, who has stepped it up since I went on my rant. You can thank me all you want. No <laughs> big deal. 31 points. He had a great game. I, they pieced it together, man. And then look at um and then if you go to uh Memphis, fucking uh Bain, 
34 points. 34. Ja, 37. I mean, dude, everyone was – that was such a fucking fun game, man. And, you know, all these guys from school were like, hey, we're going out. You know, you want to come out tonight? And I was just like, no, I think I'm going to watch the Sixers game. So, like, I canceled plans to go out to yeah. watch the Sixers game, and I'm sure as hell glad I did because that game was fucking fun, man. It was fun. If there's a, if there was ever a time when like, and I think we were talking about it last week, we said, listen, you got to start watching the Sixers because they're putting some shit, they're laying some shit down. And I know we mostly based it. We mostly kind of wrapped it around Embiid because Embiid is on like legendary pace right now. And he took a night off. He took a night off and they fucking showed up and I did not think they would. I'll be honest. I I thought that jaw would come in and fucking jaw rule them bitches. If he didn't, he didn't. It's a job rule joke. Here's the deal. This is here's why I made a job rule joke. I'll, I'll explain. I, I watched I watched the the docu. This is a really fucking wacky tangent, but I'm taking it. I watched that shit. I watched that documentary on Netflix about uh, Fire Festival. Uh, Firefly, yeah. Fire, no fire. Oh, whatever. I know what you're talking yeah. about. The yeah, group, fire, the fire festival. Yeah, the shit that didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, and job rule was like the main, well, like one of the main dudes involved. Yeah, with the with the with the other co with the other brainiac fucking crazy fucking guy who was running the whole thing, but that's why I made a jaw rule joke. So it was it was on top was of my good. mind. Had to go. I there. liked it. Um, um, they balled. They balled, and they fucking they fucking showed up, and they and they took that game. Did you see the clip of Joel fucking running down the hallway? Yeah. Oh yeah. god, it's. So I'm sure good. there's some. I'm sure there's some fucking fat piece of shit from Delco that's like, oh, he can't play any game, but he can run up the tunnel. I'm sure he fucking, he fucking took a asshole. night off as a rest game. Fucking back you off. Hear what I, you, you hear what that fucking tool bag Howard Eskin said today? Oh, my God. He's still saying they should trade him. Embiid? Yeah. 100%. Dude, stop it. Why? Because he, he, he's got a vendetta against like the Sixers, and he hates them. So he's just Oh, yeah, and, and against Glenn Rivers? As he calls him, I dude, he's. I, no, I'm gonna say something. I wish death upon him. I don't like him. He is. He is. I don't care. Look at me all you want. He is partially. He is a big part of the reason we have so many moronic fucking fans in this city. Because for some reason, for some reason, the man puts on a fur coat in the winter, and they think that he's fucking god, and then they can listen to anything he says. He's the king. He's terrible. His son is terrible. Yo, yo, His Kenny, son has what? Beat it. <laughs> <laughs> yo, Howard Eskin and fucking uh, Angelo Cataldi, like between the two Ship of them, them out. between Ship the two them of them, like there's so many dead brain cells that they have created like over the years. It's unbelievable to me. And, and we as fans are a hundred percent. The you know, I say this all the time. Like I, I fucking, I hate follow people on Twitter all the time. And we're oh, the reason yeah. these people still have fucking jobs because people interact with them and it's all negative, but it doesn't matter because <laughs> it's just fucking ratings. Like the, Mike Lawrence, he, um, he sent me something the other day. It pissed me off. It was like, a, Oh, it was who should the Eagles draft for quarterback? And it was like, you know, four fucking piece of shit quarterbacks coming out of college. And it's like, why is WIP pushing this shit? And I don't even need to ask that because we know why they're pushing it. They're a fucking trash station. Well, Asshole. did you get, did you, uh, uh, by the way, Gordy chimed in. He said, I bet against them last night too. <laughs> yeah. I, I think 
listen, I'm just going to say if you had a brain cell, you bet against them because they See, just, but that's, they that's exactly the spot where I would not do it. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah, apparently we had no brain cells because that was Fuck. painful. So, yeah, I got to tell you something. I, you, you brought up WIP and you brought up their stupid Twitter. Handle. Yeah, I'm trying to find the poll real quick before you go. Oh, no, I wanted to talk about the a poll. They uh, put up. Oh, I got it. All right. This is literally the poll or what they posted, and then you can take it away. They said, who is your guy for the Eagles? And it is Matt Corral, Kenny Pickett, Desmond Ritter, and Malik Willis. None? Is none okay? Is none the answer, WIP? Why, why all of a sudden... Why all of a sudden are, are people talking about like Malik Malik coming here? Why, oh my why? god, dude! Hmm. I I don't even get me sorry with him. If they draft him, look at this. You see this? You see this fucking? You see that sprinkler head right there? I see do. It? I do. I see it. You're gonna find me hanging from that fucking sprinkler <laughs> head. I'm gonna fly back to Dallas and I'm gonna hang myself if they fucking take him. What it, ugh, don't I saw I saw a poll on here the other day and I can't I can't find it right now because they post a lot of bullshit polls. But it was like who 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 do you want coaching the Eagles next year? Andy <laughs> Reid, Doug Peterson, or Nick Sirianni? Uh, <laughs> like what uh, the fuck is that poll? Who yeah, runs see, his Twitter account? Yeah, just fucking stupid ass motherfucking clickbait bullshit. And you know what's crazy click to me? Clickbait bitches. You know what's coming crazy to me is that like ESP is almost becoming more tolerable lately. Like the shit that he posts isn't so fucking far-fetched. And I don't <laughs> know what so it bad. is. Isn't it bad? Yeah, that's terrible because the other guys have just become such fucking dog shit players in the game. And honestly... They should just fucking. They should fire everyone. Start over. Mike Missinelli. You see the fucking chains of Flyers jerseys and then Ty still running with that shit. Like, did you, you see? Did you see the colors they posted? Yeah, the fucking <laughs> Hornets. It's literally the Hornets colors. Like, grow the fuck uh, up. That shit. Ugh. The radio, man. It and, and Jason gives me shit too because he'll be like, "Well, how come we don't listen to the radio?" And I'm like, "Because, dude, I like. It makes me so sad." It really makes me sad when I listen to it. It is. It's sad. That's the best way to put it. It's, it's moronic disc jockeys. <laughs> it's moronic fucking DJs. It's moronic fucking Delco trash fans calling in. And then it's those two moronic fucking idiots. This was a great call. Thank you, Mikey from fucking Delco. No, it wasn't a good call. And everyone is fucking stupider. And anyone that's listening from out of the market is now stupider. stupider. It's just like it's a fucking endless, stupid motherfucking hole of death and despair. Philadelphia radio is trash. It is. It is. It's the worst thing sports wise about this city. And it's because it creates more fucking idiots. And that's what our problem is. Too many people just follow it blindly like it's fucking gospel. And maybe that's why people don't want to come to Philadelphia. (sighs) Listen, here's the thing. If you can have a cakewalk job and you can, if like, if you're, if you're like, think about that, let's, let's just talk about that. I know we're going long, but let's just, let's just talk about this for like five minutes. It won't even be five minutes. If you are, let's just try to just like, think about of like a top prospect coming out of college. Right. And you know that you, you know that you're good. You got every team hunting you down. 
everybody like you could you're no matter where you go you're going to be you're going to be you're going to be like the top player on the team okay mm-hmm. why in the fucking world would you want to come to Philadelphia I hear the weather's nice in the winter <laughs> you know what i'm saying like no i hear you if there's like we get to a point we get to a point with some of these some of the shit where it's like we I said I'm saying we because I feel like it's the majority of people. I don't do I don't like to I don't think that I do this, but maybe I do. I don't know. But like we get to the point with these dudes where we're like we hold them to this weird like level that like is impossible to achieve. Like I, I don't know. Because because we want success so bad. Oh, God, That's what dude. we want. Like, I, we want it now. I just, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, we, maybe that's uh, for another podcast. Maybe we should have, maybe we should have like three of our buddies on here all at the same time, and we could all argue about about like Philly and like why people want or don't want to come here. Because I'd love to hear how other people think about it. That's not a bad idea. And also, I read something, and mind you, not a credible source and not a credible fucking website, but I read an article on Barcelona. Ball, Ballzac Sports. <laughs> And they were like, you know, Matt Stafford is the exact reason why if you're a fucking quarterback coming out of college, maybe you don't have such a great fucking year. And then you get drafted later in the fucking, you know what I mean? In the round. And you can start for a team that has their shit together because it's always the same fucking bottom dwellers. It's always the same fucking Detroit lions, you know, and it's hard to feel bad for Matt Stafford. He made like, Two hundred million dollars. He's got a hot wife. Like, there's there's a lot of things going on in Matt Stafford's life where you're like, I don't feel bad for this guy, but he's in the Super Bowl one year after going to a competent fucking place. And I don't know how you. I mean, again, like this is all like some hypothetical bullshit because like, how do you tank yourself and how do you know where you're gonna go? You know, I get that, but it's not so far fetched to think about like. So what you're saying is like senior quarterbacks or junior quarterbacks should purposely have an ACL injury so they don't have to play their, their season out and then get drafted later by a good team. I'm just saying, maybe throw a couple more interceptions, make it drop. You know, it's all about like, <laughs> it's all about money to success, right? Like if you get drafted in the first fucking couple picks, it's all about the money there. No, I, I, I hear you. I hear you. It's just, it's very hard for me to sit here and, and like, cause I don't know, I don't have money and I don't have fucking athletic ability anymore. So I, I don't know. And it's easy to say like, Oh, this is what you should do. But my point is, and they can never yeah. change it because the draft right. is the right way. It should be. If you do shitty, you should get the first pick, but mm-hmm. it really hurts people. Like, like it, I think of like Robert Griffin, like if he maybe was on a better team, what that would have looked like. And like Matt Stafford will always be like the defining player for me. That and like Aaron Rodgers, I know he had to sit a while under Brett Favre, but like, look what he's done. I mean, he's not as good as Nick Foles, but he's just as good. Um, and then there's, you know, there's all these other guys that are just either really late or like high expectations low value of a team equals failure at quarterback. Yeah. What? I don't know. Nick fall. I'm laughing at your Nick falls joke. Um, I mean, Nick falls has the same amount of Super Bowls, the same amount of stop, Super Bowl stop, MVPs. Stop. Stop. You're taking Nick falls over Aaron Rodgers. 
Oh, is Nick Foles a uh, Hall of Fame quarterback? <laughs> he might be in some fucking fucked up, twisted world. No, I'm clearly you know, kidding about that. Yeah, no, I know. I, it's just like it's so fucked. And I, I, I like I said, I, I would love to have this argument with like a round table of people because, like, it's very there's very clearly something wrong with Philadelphia. And it's not just, it's not just the fact that like, it's not just that like we are the worst, we get, we always get the worst general managers and the worst owners and the worst head coaches and the worst, like something is going on in Philadelphia. I thought we decided that. Well, I mean, I, I still don't think how it, man, I guess so like, here's you know, the thing, like this. you know, you know what, you know, what would make Philadelphia team successful. I'm going to say some crazy shit because it doesn't matter. You know, what would make all of our teams successful is this, is if every general manager of every team in Philadelphia was from Philadelphia because, you, oh my God, because, you because, imagine listen, how because, funny that would be? because they understand what it like, what the mentality is in Philly. They understand exactly which guy, like, I, like you, I, I could probably go into an interview with a college kid coming out of college and know right away if this dude's going to make it in Philly or if he's not going to make it. Well, I bring it. And, and to your point, like I think of like Denzel Mims, right? Okay. He's, he's in there and he's like, nah, I'm terrified of Philly. I, I don't Philadelphia is dirty. Right. That guy, if I'm a GM, is immediately off my board and thrown right. into the trash can. That guy's Gone. not to make it here. Gone. And I, 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 and I'm not criticizing Howie. I don't know how that shaped out. It wasn't going to happen anyway. But like, there's got to be shit that they can know about this stuff. And like, dude, if I was a player and I like, you know, I didn't want to play in New York, I would fucking trash the shit out of New York. Right. See, here's it's, the thing. Like, everybody around here always says, "Well, yeah, you got to be a certain type of person. You got to be a certain kind of player. You got to be a certain like, you got to fit a certain mold." Well, does everybody does everyone in Philly understand that like everybody that's good doesn't fit that mold? Yeah, <laughs> does, like no, that's just not would, the truth. It's not the way it is. Like, I mean, you would hope. You know what I'm saying? So that's my solution. Every GM that runs the team should be, or or they should have a fucking consultant from Philly. You'd <laughs> be like, yeah, <laughs> that dude's not gonna fucking cut it. Just like, just like a big fat dude sitting with like a white greasy fucking, it's got like oil grease on it and cheesesteak grease and like fucking cheese from the pretzel on it. And he's just oh, fucking housing like a shitty fucking domestic beer and a cheesesteak. And he's like, nah, nah, I got, that guy's not going to work here. This guy can't fucking cut it. Uh, a man can dream, dude. A man can dream. All right. So, I mean, I don't even know. This podcast took is off the fucking rails, but Hey man, if we don't lose, if we don't lose viewers over this episode, we're doing something. All right. Cause this is a trash episode. I love it. <laughs> uh, so let's just talk about our picks last weekend. I need to gloat for a second because I had a bad week the week before that. Uh, Kenny, you went Oh, and two, man, That's fine. You, had, Fuck me. you had the chiefs and the Rams. Um, I wasn't and far the Rams, off on either of them. The Rams won, but they only won by three. You were, laying three and, you were laying three and a half, so you lost. Oh, my God. Suck my clit. I had the Bengals plus seven and a half, and I told you to sprinkle that money line, and they fucking won. And the Niners plus three and a half, so I went two and zero oh in the divisional. We're going to hold off. Or sorry, in the championship. I'm going to hold. We're going to hold off on giving our Super Bowl picks. We're going to wait until next week to see kind of how things shake out. We'll watch how the line moves. Um, 
you know, I can tell you right now I'm taking the Bengals, but I'll wait till next week to tell you officially that I'm taking the Bengals. Hey, before <laughs> I said I wasn't going to do this, but I'm going to do this. I, I want to talk about the Flores situation for just like two seconds. Oh, we can hop off of this. oh no. Nah, if gets, listen, if it goes off the rails, I'm cutting it. <laughs> yeah, it's, <fine. laughs> it's not going to go off the rails, but no, I know. I know. He, he said, all right. So two things that I take from all this is like, a. You're no, you don't have an NFL career anymore because no one's going to take a chance on that, right? Just like the, you know, look at Colin Kaepernick, right? And I am tying it back into Colin Kaepernick, which I think you'll find interesting. So he Wait, goes did out you, there. He like wrote a book report here. I like this. Go ahead. Continue. Yeah, yeah. So he goes out. So that's my fact number one is like he kind of shot himself in the foot like Colin Kaepernick did. And my whole point is, is you can't sit there four, five, six years after Colin Kaepernick stood up for injustice of the NFL, said that, hey, these fucking people are racist, right? And then you come out, and then you go, it's, it's, it literally, I think the quote said, like, it's time that the racist injustice of the NFL is brought to light. Where were you <laughs> six years ago when Colin Kaepernick was doing it? You can't just sit in the shadow, and now it's convenient for you because you don't like the way things worked out for you. That's yeah. bullshit. And if you feel that way and you felt that way, then you need to rally around the guy that's, you know, he took his career and, you know, and he's doing the same thing now. It's a little too late. Now it, there would be validity if there was three, four, five players and coaches and all this shit doing it. But now you want to say something six years. And that's why I think he's a fucking fraud. That's bullshit, man. And that bothers me beyond belief. And I, I'm not trying to make a big stink out of it, but like you can't, you can't just bring it up because it's convenient for you now. When you sat back and didn't say anything, you just can't. That's where I'm at. Yeah. I mean, it's what the thing that sucks about all of it is that uh, there's a couple things that suck about all of it. First of all, there probably are 100% racist fucks in the NFL. No fucking shit. It's old white elite men from. Oh, and And there is a woman. And you're saying you're saying elite because they have money, but yes, you know yes, there probably are racist fucks in the NFL. So that's the first problem. The second problem is that this, like, if you look at the statistics of, like, by by the numbers, like how many people are employed, like it doesn't look good on paper. It looks really fucking yeah. bad. Like, like one NFL team right now has has an, a black NFL uh, coach, like head coach. It Who doesn't do you know uh, Tomlin, I think. Yeah. Who's who's will he or will he not be fired? Right. Well, I don't think he should be. He, it's not his fault, but no, I know, I he's, he's been there a while. They might need to change the scenery, but you know what I'm saying? Like, so like if you look at the numbers, it just doesn't look good. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but you know, on the flip side of that, you know, the you know there's a lot of like i mean i don't even know what the percentage is of black players versus white players like and you know i don't think that that's necessarily because of their because of their race i think it's just because of their talent level yeah. <laughs> right which is what it should all be based on anyway so all of the, it all around and 100% and you can and you can make you can make the argument like and and joe said this today like who who are they to dictate who we think is fit for the job at what we want as a head coach. Like if you don't like, if you don't like the way Brian Flores coaches and you see how he coaches and 
listen, it, it just shout out all the here said, you know, this, the owner said this about him or whatever. If on paper, on your eyes, you don't think that that head coach is a fit for your city and your team and the way you do things, who the hell are they? And when I say they, I mean like who, like outside noise to say, right. oh, they didn't hire him because he's black. And that's right. not what's happening here. Um, there is, I think, listen, I think the not, problem, I think the problem is that it has happened most likely. Of course. Of course. You yes, know, and that's, that's the problem. Everywhere you look. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But like, you yep. can't, you can't go off of that and just be like, this is, this Make is what's happening. Statements. It's like, right. Yeah. Yes. That's, I was trying to get to that word. I just couldn't get there. So <laughs> that's it for me. I, I just, I, I'm, I'm confused by what the motive is because he's not going to gain anything that cop Kaepernick He's going to lose just as much as Kaepernick lost. So if you were always, your whole goal was to stop racism, then you need to band together, right? You can't just six years later file a separate claim about the, and the Rooney rule is really fucking weird. It's just an injustice. You know, it's, it's stupid and things need to change. Yeah. hundred percent. And every, in a lot of different ways, things have to change. Yeah, and you definitely. know, so that's my woke post for tonight. I'm fucking <laughs> done. <laughs> well, listen, um, the NFL remains, you know, that whole subject aside, the NFL remains king and the NFL continues to provide top-notch uh, entertainment week in and week out. Last weekend was literally no exception. You had two, two games. One was one came down to the wire. One came, one was, they were tied back two minute warning. Like it's just ridiculous. Like the, the amount of parody that the NFL provides in the way that they run their league is exceptional and unparalleled. And I think this super bowl is going to be memorable because like, because these two teams are both trying to have, they both have, it sounds like a bullshit, like, like, you know, slogan or not slogan, but I can't think of the right term, but it sounds like some bullshit thing. Like they both have something to prove because they do like yeah. the Bengals, the Bengals haven't seen this, this stage in a really 89. long fucking time, 89. And you know, the Rams Stafford has been playing under the, under, on the dark side of the fucking moon over there and, Detroit, and just churning out um, like record setting numbers when it comes to passing yards, he goes to a new team one year and he's in the super bowl. So talk about something to prove. This is the game. This is, this is, it's just unbelievable. You couldn't, you couldn't draw it up any better. So I'm looking forward to the super bowl. I'm looking forward to talking more about it next week. And you know, Hey, I think that's about it. Let's, let's wrap this fucker up. We're not doing any picks this week. So we'll, you know, we'll hit some picks next week. We'll do the super bowl and maybe we'll do like um, two or three of our favorite, like prop bets or something like that next week for the super bowl. Yeah, we can that? do a, We can do a healthy super bowl prop. All right, let's go hard prop on props. Bet. Maybe we'll go five. Ooh, I usually have a prop bet sheet. That's so long. I have to write it on notebook paper and my wife's looking over at me like, what the fuck is that? I'm like, Oh, it's just props. <laughs> no, no big deal. Just trying to waste all my money. No, never man units. Uh, so anyway, thanks for listening to the podcast. As always, if you love us, great. If you hate us, great. Tell somebody how much you hate us. I listened to this podcast the other day. They fucking were horrendous. You should tell them about us. Go ahead. That's okay. It's all right. It's okay. I love it. But Kenny, Come back home. We miss you. Also, there are some phenomenal pictures of Kenny in uh, his Eagles gear at Dallas Stadium. Dallas, Kenny, break out the picture. 
Kenny, uh, Kenny was in, in Dallas stadium. Um, what was it called? Texas stadium or AT&T. Stadium. AT&T. Yeah. So Kenny got to take the tour um, and he actually got to, you know, stand on the star and basically drop a deuce on it uh, and give I the finger. It. And it's, it's fantastic. There you go. Yeah. Tongue out brother. Fuck the Cowboys. I, you know, the funniest part of all this is, is like, I was, the, the instructor took all those photos for me. <laughs> That's the best one right there. Yeah. Double absolutely. bird, double bird. Yeah, it's, it was an experience. And honestly, that stadium is really fucking cool. Yeah. Um, but it's so funny to watch them just pour billions and millions and billions and billions of dollars for a mediocre team that hasn't done anything for 25 years. I could give you the whole script of what I said the whole tour. I told this one dude in the elevator, didn't know who he was. I said, dude, you got shit all over your shirt. And he goes, oh, you're so funny. And I said, go burn. <laughs> <laughs> I love so, it, man. That will do it for me. All right, guys. We will we will talk to you all next week. Thanks for listening. Please like, share. Blah de blah de blah. Um, all of our Dude, links are on our fucking bitches. Got nothing to our... lose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do it. Yeah. All right, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Later. Later.